What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, got another episode. Yeah, yeah, we got episode three um, of uh, the third chapter, I should say. Yes, third chapter. Of yes. the Book of Boba Fett. Um, this one may have may have been my favorite, but we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, yes, we la- will Absolutely. later in the episode. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously we're coming off the heels of the first two, uh, that were also really good. Um, and it seems like we're starting to get some, some data Shamari, on the, on the, uh, ratings or the, however you want to phrase that when it comes to Disney plus viewership and engagement of the first two episodes and how it compares to the Mandalorian, uh, and some of the other shows that we've seen, uh, uh on Disney Plus, we are, yeah. So, so those uh, ratings are coming out. So, actual numbers, actual data uh, is coming out. Um, some of the analytics uh, people, um, so some of the analytics uh, from uh, Insider, uh, comparing the audience demand of the first two weeks for The Mandalorian and the first two weeks for The Book of Boba Fett. And the audience demand for The Mandalorian during its first 11 days uh, was 75% higher. It's a big number. Uh, than The Book of Boba Fett. And over 100% higher globally. So 75% for the U.S., over 100% globally. So basically like double is just, you know, yeah, just way, way uh, more in demand. Now... So time to panic. It was, it was <laughs> so they're, pre- they're pre- <laughs> pressing the panic button um, over at Lucasfilm. I, I don't th- personally. I think the Mandalorian was a very unexpected phenomenon. Um, it was also very unique. It was very that. yeah. It was the first Disney Plus. Series. I was about to say that. Yeah, it was a very first. It's a flagship series. Yeah. For Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, you know. So this, a lot of people are going to be watching this. Yeah. A lot of people are going to be watching it. And to add on to that, Baby Yoda, a.k.a. Grogu, yeah, just added, just magnified that by like a million. 100%. To the point where people I knew that didn't, had no, no next to nothing about Star Wars were saying how amazing he was and how they want to see him. And the kids, yeah. I'm sure, were going crazy. And yeah. wanted to see more Baby Yoda, so I mean, I mean that that just on its own. Um, so yeah, so yeah, that was its its own thing that engulfed not just Disney Plus. I, I mean, I would say it definitely engulfed everything Star Wars, and it was really kind of a whole phenomenon for entertainment news. Almost people talking about it on like the Today Show and all these other, yeah, yeah. all these other things. So, um, so yeah, it was that was definitely um, that was definitely a big deal. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, I think that we've had a little bit of fatigue. I don't think it's fatigue necessarily with Star Wars because it's only it's only the second show yes. uh, that we've gotten. But I think fatigue from the sense that you know this entire year we've had so many. You know Disney Plus series on the Marvel side that you had to watch week in week out. Mm-hmm. Um, that because of that, there's it's just it's just a different landscape than it was when the Mandalorian came out, where there was no fatigue. 
There was no, I mean, I agree. You know, yeah. there was no TV. In fact, people were kind of craving for good television at that point in time. Um, and so that was, uh, it was a breath of fresh air, whereas Book of Boba Fett is more of what we've seen now after two seasons of The Mandalorian and, you know, three or four Marvel shows. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, what's, and 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 then and I talk, I mentioned it last week or last couple of weeks that I thought the marketing of this of this show hasn't been great. So you did say that, you know, because of that, if you're not really if you're, if for whatever reason if they have something to hide or if, you know if they just don't have stuff that they wanted to show action wise or if the show's just boring <laughs> for whatever reason they, they 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 didn't make the marketing campaign that enticing for people that aren't hardcore Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, this is the product of that. You know, it doesn't mean the show isn't great, but um, the, you know, getting the excitement, you know, making people feel like I have to see this. You know, the Mandalorian, and I would say the Mandalorian's marketing wasn't that much different. That was also super vague and super shadowy. They didn't show you anything, but it was inherently, you know, interesting because we hadn't seen anything like it before. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes, it, you know, the only difference is that this show has a legacy Star Wars character. Yes, it and, does. You know, so you would think that Boba Fett's name and image, name, image, and likeness would would, uh, <laughs> would carry further than than you know just a generic Mandalorian. But um, yeah, Mandalorian also had a little more star power as well. Pedro Pascal. And yeah, there's a lot of kind of there's a lot of kind of Hollywood buzz. Yeah. S- around the Mandalorian, there yeah. was really none surrounding this show no no yeah we knew and there was people particularly obviously in season two that knew that you know crazy stuff was happening and all these different people were coming in on board and um yeah yeah it's been it, it was quiet now i would mm-hmm. be shocked fatigue and this and that i would be shocked if kenobi isn't uh on a similar scale as uh Ob- as the i mean you i mean you would hope so um I would think just the quality of Kenobi will we'll see, you know. Um, right. But I mean, just like you said, the Mandalorian had so many different things. I think the movies were still going on at that point as well, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. That was going into the end of episode nine, or not? Well, going into episode nine, right? Um, Mandalorian season one, or episode, or was that season two? Yeah, because episode nine came out in 2019. Um, I don't remember. December I don't have the timelines are, are totally just jumbled in the my Mandalorian head. Mandalorian came out. I feel like the Mandalorian season one came out before, definitely before episode nine. Yeah, well, um, yeah. It did, Mandalorian and, debuted in November, I think. And right. I yeah, episode, when Disney Plus was released. Yeah, and I want to say episode nine came out that December. <sighs> you might be right. I think you might be right about that. And then the Mandalorian came again last year, last December. Right. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's the timeline, but I'm not certain if again we're wrong, um, because Disney you know, Plus but... debuted with the with with the Mandalorian, and then yeah. it was supposed to have WandaVision and all those shows not long after. Yeah, and then those shows debuted during the pandemic, basically. Yeah, and I remember they were kind of promoting Episode Nine being on Disney Plus, right? Um, as well, pretty early on, yeah, yeah, pretty quickly. So. Um, like the following year and everything. So, so yeah, you had that hype yeah. as well. You had yeah, that hype also. Saying, oh, is it so connected? Was a lot of, 
exactly. Episode nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, a lot. It's still a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement yeah. surrounding Star Wars. We're pretty far removed from that. <laughs> yeah. Um, nothing movie related. Anyway. Yeah, there's really nothing. We don't know what they're doing for yeah. the movies. So <laughs> we don't know if any movie they have planned. Lucasfilm, in terms of the films, is kind of very much locked down. We don't know what they're planning. We don't know what they're doing. Um, so, so it's just Book of Boba Fett right now. Yeah. Um, so, so there's a lot of, of things going on. I would hope and expect that Kenobi is massive. They have to market Kenobi. They really have to market Kenobi if they want it to really even come close to Mandalorian levels. Um, and they have, and it should be easy, I would think. It's Obi Wan Kenobi, you know, market Obi Wan Kenobi, Star Wars Kenobi. Um, he's another name, um, though I think more recognizable than Boba Fett. But he's another name, and he's a legacy character, and it's the same actor. Yeah, it's the same guy. Um, who was not underneath the helmet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's a, the recognizable face and name and, yeah, and you pretty can, much. and you can shoehorn Vader in that too. And, and it sells itself. I was going to say, I was like, you know, the only, the, the most recognizable Star Wars character is Darth Vader. Yeah. You and put, you, you put Vader Luke. in the, in the trailer and it sells itself. People are going to watch right after live Luke, action right after Vader and Luke and Han and Leia. Yeah. Then I would say maybe Yoda and then Obi-Wan's right there. You know, Obi Wan's probably yeah. like six. You know, I mean, on the list. I mean, Aunt, I mean, Anakin, I, put, I, put, I put Obi Wan over Yoda personally. I just think I, Yoda I as a Yoda. Yoda's a mascot. You know, yeah. Every, <laughs> I, hate call, I, hate, I hate to blast Yoda like that, but there's something like that. People know Baby Yoda. They call him Baby Yoda. You know what that means? You know, uh, you're it's not, not even you're like you know. It's not even I. It's not I mean, if we're fault. just doing cold, uh, cold marketing analytics, just pure just general person just... in the street, you show them Yoda, they're like, oh, Star Wars, <laughs> show them Obi Wan, yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I think they're more likely to know if you don't, if you're not into sci-fi, I think you just show them that, you're just, right? They might not know anything about, right? They may not but, know either. But you, I could understand if you're like, I would more put likely. them ahead of like the droids, you know, I'd put them ahead of Chewie, um, right? But Yoda, cause also Yoda's in like every movie almost, besides Episode Four. Uh yeah. I mean, besides new ones, obviously, but right, you know, every every original movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, Yoda's. I would put, that's why that's part of the reason why I put Vader number one, even though he's not I mean, the main thing character. Like, Nobody was like a main character for the was. whole prequel trilogy. He was, and he's in the fourth one. Um. Vader kind of has that Yoda thing to him as well, being the... Yeah, Vader's definitely the most recognizable. He's definitely the most, by far the most recognizable Star Wars character. They put him in the trailer. They're going to get some views, at least for the first episode. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, it, so that could definitely... Impact the numbers. Impact the numbers, get them closer to those Mandalorian levels. But I really don't think that should be what they're shooting for. That was a very special situation... And I hope they don't get caught in the trap of, oh, this wasn't as successful, so the Mandalorian is all we're going to rely on. Because I don't even think season three um, is going to get close to the, well, actually, I don't know, just based on what they revealed at the end of the last one, um, the last season. But I still, I don't think, I don't think season, um, oh, actually, uh, it, it looks like the numbers may have actually gone up for season two. But look, I don't know. But I, 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 
I mean, we have to see how they market it. I will just put it that oh, way. Season probably. three. Season three. Yeah. I don't expect season three to do as well. I don't think people expect. I wouldn't expect it either. I know, also think Skywalker to show up again. You know. Yeah, and they also like split up Grogu and uh, yeah. Mando. Yeah, I think season three um, would be a lot more personal, and I don't know how many people. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if their marketing, you know, Kathleen Kennedy people were just like, put Grogu in the show. I don't care what you do. Right. Um, put Grogu in the show and put him in the trailers and put him on the posters. I don't care what the show's about, but Grogu's in it. I wouldn't be surprised if they said that, um, because that will help to bring it up yeah. to those levels, um, if that's all they cared about. Yeah, I mean, Grogu in and of himself is becoming a guy who's a who's a top ten, most recognizable Star Wars character. Yeah, right? I mean, and I don't even hate Grogu, but it's it's kind of getting kind of ridiculous for some of the, <laughs> like you said, it's the mascot of Star Wars, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I like Grogu. I'm not. Be, I'm not. Be chewy. There is no hate. Yeah, I know. It used to be Chewy and R two. Yeah. Now it's Grogu. Now it's Baby Yoda. It's just oh boy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is pretty interesting. Um. Another interesting tidbit is Dave Filoni will be co-writing Episode six. Yes. Uh, which is the penultimate episode. There are going to be seven episodes for the Book of Boba Fett. Um, so that is three weeks from now, because we just got episode three. Uh, so that is very exciting. Um, I feel like I see a lot of his kind of fingerprints on on this, on this. Yeah, this so is far. you know him and Favreau are, are producing this along Absolutely. with obviously yeah. Robert Rodriguez, you know, yes. who's directing all these episodes and yes. the executive producer. Uh, so it definitely has the same kind of feel of um, of the Mandalorian. Uh, as well as, you know, definitely a little bit of a Clone wars kind of thing as well to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Dave Filoni, obviously, you know, for those that don't know, the creator, co-creator of the Clone Wars. Yes, co-creator know, of Star Wars The Clone Wars, the TV, animated TV creator show. Creator of Star Wars Rebels. Uh, yes, creator and Star Wars Rebels. And he co-created Star Wars The Clone Wars with George Lucas. Yes, yes. Who also uh, worked yes, on that. He the sort, of, entire sort of George Lucas is his protege. We talk about him a lot. Yeah, um, we talk about him a lot. He's... I consider him as heir, the heir apparent. That's what I consider him. Um, but he worked with George very closely uh, for many years, working yes. on Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, please definitely go see it. It is great. And All now, seasons are on Disney. Whatever Plus. he is now, the you know creative. He's like the director creative director, basically, um, of everything at Lucasfilm, which we have been calling for for many years now. Yes. Um, and uh, they finally listened. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But but. Um, but that's his role now, and he had a he played a pretty big role, it seems, in The Mandalorian season one. Yes, and um, definitely in season two. Yeah, wrote, wrote the Ahsoka Tano episode. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, definitely in season two. Um, so they seem to have is writing Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, and it seems like just based on his general success and popularity within the within the fan base, and just the popularity of his products and what he's created. They, uh, you know, decided to give him that position, and I think it just makes sense. I wouldn't be surprised if George requested it, um, because I know they're very close. At least based on everything that we've seen and heard. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, this is this is good news to me. It gives me a lot of faith in, and I'm sure Robert Rodriguez relied heavily on John, Dave, and um, and Kenny. Uh, 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 well. Kennedy for resources, obviously, but I'm sure he relied upon all of them right. and and everyone else that works on these stories. Right, story um, group. Yeah, Pablo. 
yeah, <laughs> relied heavily on Pablo, I'm sure. Um, so, uh, and and look, I mean, I think it, I think it's good news. You know, I think this is very good news. I, I think this show has um, has been very good so far, and that this just gets me more hyped for for the sixth episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, at first I thought this was the finale. Looked it up. Obviously, we look we looked it up before the mm-hmm. show. It's seven episodes of this series, so right. the penultimate episode will be co-written by on by uh <laughs> by co-written by Han Solo, not Harrison Ford. <laughs> co-written by uh, Dave Filoni. Uh, does make you wonder though who yeah, may show up? Speaking of Han Solo, you know, I mean, if, if Filoni's involved in it, you know, I, I the last time Filoni was involved in something, you know, we got we got Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, we got Ahsoka Tano. Um, you know, who else is, 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 is episode is, six? Is, is that an episode? Be, where is there going to be a Cad Bane? Is there going to be, be a Cad Bane from the Clone Wars? Is there going to be a Sabine Wren? Is there going to be a definitely not Sabine? <laughs> definitely I, not. I'll put my money down. It's not going to be. Oh, Sabine okay, Carol's put money down. But um, okay, I mean, did do we say definitely not Luke last season? No, we didn't. Yeah, we did definitely not Luke. We, we said I would be. I, I would have been shocked, which I was. But yeah, I was very shocked. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was super shocked. Even though we had talked about it a million times, yeah, we talked about it. We were like, they ain't gonna do. We that. were like, who's alive? Who's around during yeah. this time? We were, talk- we, Luke- were talk- we were talking ourselves into Mace Windu. We were. <laughs> we were like, I mean, Samuel Jackson. I mean, I'm still trying to talk myself into Mace Windu. Yeah, no, that's true. You know, I'm still yeah. holding out I'm just the, might be the next tiniest one. sliver of hope. Yeah, and Obi Wan, it's maybe a possibility. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is great though. I, I hopefully we do see somebody, uh, a mega character, somebody that you would think Filoni would know how to write. He's never done anything Han Solo related, so no, can't see why. I mean, I guess Han was in an episode of Rebels at one point. Was he? No, no, actually, no, he wasn't. Thinking about I was it trying now. to think because uh, Leia, yeah, Leia was. was and... I think she was in a, a couple. Maybe she was definitely in one. Yeah, she might have been in a one. few. Uh, I don't think Han was in any. Um, which I mean I don't know why they may have had plans for solo or something else. Right, right. But um, but I don't think Han was in any episode. And we got like a do we get a hint at Luke at one point? And like with Luke like running around in that Kenobi. Episode. Yeah, in the when Kenobi, yeah, yeah all that sons, stuff. Yeah. yeah, Twin Sons, man, top top five Star Wars animation episodes. Well, uh, probably. Yeah. Well, uh, five I, is, is a lot. There were a lot of episodes of Clone Wars. There were a lot of episodes of Rebels. <laughs> top ten. So it, it is top ten for sure. But um, so yeah, it, it, he's never worked with Han, so there's no reason to directly outside of him being Dave Filoni, there's no reason to believe that Han would be in that episode if he were to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cad Bane, like you said, somebody he has directly he created the character along with George. Um, he you know that would be a character where if you're like, if you're going to feature him heavily. It would make sense to have uh, Dave Filoni involved in that heavily as well. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, we'll be on the lookout for that episode six. We'll, 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 you know, as we get closer and closer, we reviewing these episodes. But, mm-hmm. um, but we, I don't know if you want to, you want to start get started on episode three. Yeah, yeah. Episode we can three. jump into our jump into our review, uh, spoiler filled review, by the way. So if you, so if. Um, you know, if you haven't seen the episode, as always with all of our episodes, uh, you may want to go watch it before, or if you don't care, then by all, by all means, stay. We're not going to tell you to leave. <laughs> all right. So the episode, um, and I'm not going to go through really the summary uh, of the episode, because um, of course, everyone here uh, more than likely has seen it. 
everyone listening here, everyone, you know, of course, participating here has seen it. So, um, I thought this was a solid episode. Um, I probably wouldn't say it's my favorite so far. It does. It, it, I do very much like that most of it takes place in the current time. I love that aspect of it. And I hope they continue with that. Um, it was about a 70, 75, yeah, yeah, it was about 75, 25. I agree. Which I think that should be the ratio. You know, you can maybe, you can maybe get away with like 65, 35. Yeah. You know, 60, 40, but. May have even been 80, 20, honestly. Yeah, there, it wasn't there, a there, lot. There, there wasn't a whole lot. Maybe, a lot. maybe, what, five? It was five, a shorter five, episode in general. Five, maybe so. five minutes. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a shorter episode. Um, But, but yeah, this was definitely uh, mostly present day. Um, and um, so this is interesting. So this focused a lot on the Pikes, uh, the Pike Syndicate, um, who is a just a Star Wars syndicate. <laughs> you know, you will hear their name in various mediums and books and comics and cartoons and movies. Uh, the Pike Syndicate, they're a gang um, similar to the Huts, the Hut, the Hut clan cartel um you know any any of these other gangs uh but they are very organized and, um can be very ruthless and they're they're known to just basically uh smuggle spice is right. usually whenever i hear the pikes and he gets involved in something they're smuggling something so um which is uh, pretty much what we saw them doing last episode right. um on the train is they were smuggling spice um, so this is interesting. I am personally, I'm hoping that this issue with the Pikes, um, the, is, this is not, there's gotta be another shooter drop. I'm thinking, I don't think the Pikes are the big bads <laughs> of this season. Uh, even though they're kind of really hyping them up in this episode. Yeah. They made the Pikes seem like, they're, you know, man. Yeah. Like, oh, but the Pikes, they, they took them all out. The Huts left and now the Pikes are here. Yeah. It's like, wow. You know, even the huts are like, "Oh, we don't want to start a war." No, yeah. and they ran. They ran. They tuck tails and run. Yeah. So. So yeah, that that is pretty. Um, that's pretty interesting. But Kenna, what what were your thoughts? What were your feelings uh, on this episode? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. I mean, I I thought that this was. This might be my favorite episode. You know, I you know really again I really enjoyed the balance of. Uh, giving us a lot more scenes in the present day, giving mm -hmm. us a lot more, um, you know, showing off uh, what's actually going on, you know, because this is all post-Mando now, you know, so what's really happening yeah. in the post-Mando uh, era of Star Wars, um, you know, and, and what is really going on on Tatooine at this, t at this point in time. I mean, I thought we got... Uh, much better idea of that. Um, I've enjoyed the characters they've introduced. Um, See, so yeah, I, I mean, overall, I really, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I would say, uh, first of all, I thought the. I, I don't. I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it the opening scene, but one of the one of the earlier scenes where we have. Uh, um, What's his name? Black Kardashian. Uh, goodness. No, no, definitely not Black Kardashian. Uh, black, was, I believe it's Black Kersantin. Kersantin, there we go. I believe that's what they said. Black Kersantin. 
uh, we're not calling him Black Judy this week. Um, yeah, no, he's not Black Judy. <laughs> I hope that does not stay. I'm glad it, I'm glad it will not stay. <laughs> um, Black Carsanton, uh Look, when the when the when the hut said, you know, sleep with one eye open, uh, they were not joking. Because uh, this guy in his back to tank, in the middle of his dream, uh, his dream dream sequences. Yeah, he just jumped. Well, yep, he basically yeah, he gets jumped. He jumped by black by black Um That's got to be a scary sight. You know, you're you're, you're in the you're back sleeping, tank, dreaming, sleep, healing, and all of a sudden, uh, an angry Wookiee is just attacking you. You're t- throwing you around yeah, throwing like a rag around doll. like a rag doll. I I couldn't help but get the. X Men fans would 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 realize this, but I couldn't help but get the 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 the, the vibes of, of Sabretooth from uh, the original X Men movie uh, <laughs> with this Black Carsanton character. Uh, yep. Very very similar in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely those kind of very animalistic, uh, you know, unhinged. Right. Um, I like that he was using a lot of kind of tech and weaponry and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, not just a, just like some some savage. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, because he, you know, is a bounty hunter, as Boba Fett had mentioned when he let him go. Um, you know, not to take 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 jobs from from chumps. You know, so yeah, I thought that was cool. Honestly, I thought that was a really cool scene. Um, speaking of speaking of that, because I did want to bring that up, and I know we're gonna jump to several different topics, of course, but um, so Boba Fett, and he had basically been confirming this throughout the whole show. But he said he's an ex-bounty hunter. Yes. So he is out of the bounty hunting game. Um, yes, which I think will come back to be... We'll come, I don't know if will come back to bite him, but I think that'll... We'll, we'll circle back to that plot point, I think, later in the series. Um, I would think so. I don't know if that's going to remain the case. Um, I, I mean, I think it probably will, just based on how they're characterizing this Boba Fett. Um... I think personally, this is just me. I think it may bite them in the wallet, uh, just in terms of their ratings, potentially. Wow. Um, potentially, I don't know. I know a lot of people like Boba Fett, the bounty hunter. Yeah, you, think you know, Joe Johnson is gonna make another statement. That's who. Uh, who who's that? Uh, the, the, the director of Captain America came out. Oh, oh yeah, Joe Johnston. Yeah. yeah um, statement. This is not who Boba Fett is. He's a bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean I don't know I don't I don't know if he'll make it. I don't know how he feels about that anyway he he just doesn't like the design. But, um, yeah I don't know this is such a this is such a this is a very large pivot. I consider this a risky move, personally. Um, to make him really just straight up not the character that we had seen and known. Um, and I'd kind of been thinking this for the past couple of weeks honestly. But they're, they're, I was like, this is risky, to because they're change they're changing this character. He wasn't characterized very much. I think they're counting on that. He wasn't characterized very much in the movies. Right. Um. Uh, I would say he was characterized a little bit in the Clone Wars. Um. But they were careful not to step on anything. Yeah. Um, and he's younger, so you can always. Make, you know, that's yeah. an easy way to explain that. Exactly. Um, to me, it was always consistent with he, him growing into the ruthless bounty hunter that we know he ends up being. Right. 
Um, you know, they did characterize him as a ruthless bounty hunter in the comics. Right. That's who he was at, you know, when he was bounty hunting. Um, and now, in this show, he is not that. And I think there's some people that will not like that. I'm going to be totally honest. I don't know how many people. Um, and it is mostly, I would think, going to be isolated to the hardcore fans, hardcore Boba Fett people. People, because I know they're out there. Um, but I think this that is going to rub some people the wrong way. I just do. Um, because that is not, and I'll, I will say this, that is not what I expected. Um, a hundred thousand percent, not what I expected. Um, now we got the whole crime Lord thing. I thought he was just going to see it as just a purely a means for power and profit and that he was going to be much more ruthless in that role. That's what I was expecting. Uh, so this is definitely a surprise and definitely a pivot for me. I'm not saying he has to be some heartless cruel you know ruler but i was expecting him to be more ruthless and to be less caring about you know street street people being 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 gypped by some you know some sleazy sales guy right i wouldn't expect him to care at all about that you know just the boba fett that i had in my mind does not care about that um he cares about getting his pay getting his his tribute that that's the most important thing is getting paid <laughs> as he has said, um, uh, of course, as he says many times in the Battlefront games and whenever you make him say anything. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's I just find that interesting. Um, you know, so I just wanted to point that out. Um, uh, and I don't know, did you have any? Did you have any thoughts on that before we move on to the next topic? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think that this is a. It's a development that we've seen kind of gradually. You mm-hmm. know, throughout the series, um, yes. You know, it it could have been something as little as him not wearing his helmet a whole lot, but uh-huh. now it's becoming more inherent character character principles of the character that are being kind of shifted. Um, I again, I'm not. I kind of understand what you're saying in terms of because he's a character that didn't have a ton of character in the pre in the in the originals. Um, it it makes him pretty. Uh, flexible, pretty not a blank, not a totally blank canvas, but a pretty, something a character you can be flexible with. Um, and I, I kind of feel like they're going with the the idea that you know the the Sarlat pit thing kind of kind of and the, the the time with the Tuscan Raiders really right. changed him. Um, right. It's very, I mean, I keep bringing up the comparison, but it's kind of like Arrow. You know, Oliver Queen was one way until he was on the island. Then the next time right. you see him, he's a completely different guy. Right. Um, and you know he wasn't some hero, you know, before he got <laughs> to Lian Yu and, and right. the island and Arrow. And by the time he comes back, he's he's a he's a full fledged he's a he's a vigilante, but he's also, you know, he has a a, a moral code that he didn't have before that. Um, right. And there, are, I want to I I think this Boba Fett character is actually kind of similar to that character in a lot of ways. But yeah, I mean, I think that it's. It's, it means it's 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 a tad bit controversial. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think I've seen him do. I'm trying to think of everything that I've seen him do in this show. I don't think I've seen him do one like morally gray thing in this <laughs> show. I'm trying to think if I have. I don't think I have. That's why I say they're really they're not making him cuddly. I wouldn't call him cuddly, but he's not 
this is a good guy. Yeah. You know, like Uba, he's, Uba, Uba. you know, like he's he's better than Mando. Yeah. He's a better person than Mando. Like he's taking over Jabba's thing, and you know he wants his tribute, which is a very mafia thing. So I guess that's probably not great, obviously, because you know protection racket, I guess. But as long as he gets his tribute, I mean, he's like a good guy, you know. So I don't know, I, you know that that's that's not as that's not that's definitely not as bad as I would have expected. I would say. Um. And um. Yeah. So I don't know. So I I just find that very interesting. Um. What what did you think of the scene with the? Of course, you have the kids who are being ripped off, and the speeder bike gang. So I guess he's adding to his, uh, you know, quote unquote army. It's not really an army, you know. He has more than just those two, um, you know, those two um, Gamorians uh, that were following him around. Uh, so now he has kind of like a swoop bike gang. Oh, uh, uh, Rocksteady and Bebop. <laughs> he has more than just Rocksteady and Bebop. Uh, if you're familiar with the uh, the, Ninja, the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Uh, the two characters. Um, but yeah, it's more than just them following him around everywhere. Now he has um, these kind of street gang people yeah. uh, working with him. What, what, what did you think of them? I thought it was interesting. Um, I'm assuming the actors were disabled. And they, uh, I don't know that for a fact. Oh, I was going to say, do you think so? Uh, that, that, that would be my assumption. I, I won't partially, uh, partially be my hope that if you're going to use a role where you have characters using prosthetics that those are uh people that actually use prosthetics I mean, you don't have to i mean i mean, we, I talked, mean about, we talked about it off air once that the rock you know played a character with a prosthetic leg and that was kind of controversial well, yeah that was all that was the whole thing <laughs> i mean i think the difference with this is these people apparently wanted to do this um, right that's the story yeah so it's so i mean i would uh, i mean i'm not i'm not the uh, disabled in, in that way in which i'm right, I, right. i'm missing limbs right uh so I can't really speak to, um, you know, to how I would feel about having that. But this isn't a thing, or at least it doesn't appear to be one where they were not, they didn't have any choice in the matter. Right, right, right. That guy said he bought it. He's yeah. like, oh, I just paid for this eye, yeah, you know, yeah. and and it seems to be a thing where they just opted for this to have this kind of yeah. life. Yeah, more more so just from the actor perspective. You know, I'm just having more opportunities. Yeah, just giving these people opportunities. I, that I agree with. You know, yeah, that I agree. If there's with. any role uh, um, that was made, you know, it, yeah. it would make sense. But that, I mean, that would, I mean may, it would make me wonder if those are real prosthetics. Then that's what um, I would. That's what I assume. Like maybe not. I mean, you know, they can touch without or whatever, or do whatever they need to do. But um, but you know, it's a possibility. Like the the VFX, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought the characters. I thought the characters were interesting. Um, very cyberpunky, you know, kind of, you know, steampunk. Well, I don't want to say steampunk. Yeah, definitely not steampunk. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, more cyberpunk. Yeah, definitely cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know, in terms of um, the aesthetic, uh, I thought that the, uh, you know, functionality, like you said, they, it was, it was they, they, they're there so that he has protection. He's there so he has a, he has a real army now mm-hmm. of people. He's got, he's got acolytes, you know, and if you're, yeah. if you're at that level, you kind of need that, um, right. particularly if you got people coming after you. So I, I think I almost wonder if he saw the value when when he went to that when he when when the guy reported them and he was like he went to go handle the situation. He kind of saw it was like, 
get an opportunity here where I can expand my I can expand my team. I, yeah, yeah, I could you know help this guy, which is out, wise. But I this would be more effective if I actually bring these people on and you know, right. screw this guy, whatever he whatever he wants. So yeah, I thought that that was I thought that was cool. I thought that was. I mean, you could argue maybe that was sort of morally gray. Where it's like, that's true. That's you know, true. That was. Something I mean, where, they did steal from the guy. Yeah. Even if he's trying to rip them off, they just stole from him. Yeah. Uh, and then he hired them. Yeah. So, like, like you said, morally, I would say you know for the most part, he, he wasn't doing anything evil, but it, you know it was definitely kind of like you know scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, kind of thing. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure, that's true. And kind of sneaky, where he goes there and then maybe he goes there to do something. Yeah, and just... and so, yeah, I'm gonna switch. So yeah, but yeah, not, yeah that's true. not anything that was really towing the line. Yeah, um, he's ne- he's never done anything. Or seem to really have even considered doing anything. I mean, we know Mando's had moments where we were like, "Oh, is he gonna, you know, is he gonna?" But then he never does. But, right. um, but no, this Boba Fett, you know, um, has usually done things that, at the very least, seemed reasonable in the moment, with the exception of, of course, running a protection racket, right? right. <laughs> Being a don of whatever, you know, of right. Tatooine, um. Even though someone else would just come in and fill that role anyway, yeah. But just doing that is not morally right. But <laughs> <laughs> so of course that's not great. Um, but still, um, I would have ex- I would have thought would have expected worse. But but I see what you're saying though. Um, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. At first I was like, oh, I don't know. So so what is this gonna look like? But it ended up being being pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I did think that scene was pretty good. It was definitely a very cool scene, very funny scene when he brought them in. He brought them on to work for him. Um, definitely yeah, ended up helping him yeah, exactly. with him being attacked and almost getting killed by, uh, you know, uh, Black, Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was definitely that was definitely pretty cool. That that was a very cool addition. Um. You know, so we got a little more flashback with the Pikes and uh, Tuscan Raiders. Man, what happened? Yeah, attacked by some other, whatever that other gang was that tagged the tent. With their marking, I don't know what that gang is. Never seen that symbol before, um, so that should be very interesting, very entertaining. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, you know, um, so, you know, I, I wonder if this is the last we've seen in the Tuscan Raiders. I, I don't think so. Um, think we're I, gonna get more. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we'll get like clearly the the whole band is is gonna be together, but I think there may be a couple of survivors that we see. Uh, Maybe the kid, you know, uh, is still around or, or whatnot. But I, I think we'll see a couple of them, uh, or, or there are some candidates to show up later. Um, okay. But yeah, you know, it makes sense now. It's sort of like you know, it makes sense why we're not gonna, why you know, they don't show up. You know, <laughs> why right. he's not constantly going to them or anything like that. Right. You know, he knows there's nothing over there really to go to. Um, yeah. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, Overall, I thought this. I thought the flashback being it was short, concise, but still effective, still informative. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I also, I also like the, uh, the 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 cameo from Danny Trejo. Um, 
<laughs> yes, that you was know, very fun. I, when, we, when we first saw him with with, with the huts, I was yeah. it kind of looked like him. Yeah, it kind of looked like him. It kind of sounded like him. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, I mean, is that, are they just gonna give him that yeah, random, some random role thing? We're not even gonna see his face. It's just some yeah. random extra. And then he, then when they show the close up and he's there we're talking to to Warren Morris, and you're like, oh yeah, like oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, Danny Trail. And that I, I awesome want to see. Could be wrong, but I want to say he's probably he seems like the kind of guy he's probably done a Robert Rodriguez movie before. Um, was he in? He might have been in Sin City. I'm not sure. Maybe yeah, it might have been Sin City. I don't think he was in Spy Kids. Um, he might have been, but I'm not sure about that. Also, but um, but yeah, I would think so. I would certainly think so. Um, and Danny Trejo is just fantastic. So, nah, that's what it was. Machete. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I figured out. I feel like he they they're connected. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, Danny Trejo is awesome. So that was fun. That was definitely fun to see, huh? They're also related. Oh really? Yeah. Second cousin. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I didn't know that. Um. So you gotta gotta put him in there. Yeah. Gotta put him in. Um. (laughs) So yeah, that was fun. That, that was, that was definitely in Star fun. Wars now. <laughs> he is a Star Wars character, a canon Star Wars character. Anyone can be in Star Wars. <laughs> but yeah, that was awesome. That was a really fun scene. And I like that the Rancor, that Rancor is coming back. For sure that Rancor is coming yes. back. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way we're not going to see that Rancor again. So that Rancor is either going to eat somebody or he's probably going to be riding it somewhere. Yes, they're going to use They're going to use it. They're going to find good use for it. Yeah, so that so that should be cool. Um, another thing that I really want, I want some more like Boba Fett action. Um, you know, like him using his guns, his rockets. His... You, you didn't think uh, <laughs> you didn't think his fight with Black Carthanian was was enough Boba Fett action for you? Uh, well, I mean, he well he's <laughs> getting tossed yeah. around, <laughs> get thrown around, and then he had to get saved by his by his bike people. Yeah, they had to save him. You know, and then he had to. You have to drop him in the pit. Um, so, yeah. So, I, you know. And Fennec Shan had to save him. Which, I mean, hopefully we get more of her. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, I want to see I want to see a little bit more of that. You know, so I'm hoping. We haven't. It's been pretty sparse. I reiterate what I said last week. I want more Fennec Shan, man. I feel like she's. I agree. Yeah. She's been kind of buried into these just generic, you know. Yeah, and these flashbacks, are just, there's none of her in that, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. And in the present day, you know, I feel like she's kind of, you know, just kind of the right hand. Yeah, you know, she doesn't. The impact isn't really felt, you know. Yeah. We saw it a little bit in the first episode, uh, when she was chasing down the two the two that attacked that attacked him. But yeah, um, I want more of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't. Yeah, like you said, you don't get that effect, and and I feel like this this season doesn't have enough episodes. To waste so much time, yeah. Personally, it's only seven episodes. Yeah. So if we're gonna get the Boba Fett action, if we're gonna get the Phoenix Shane action, got a little bit in episode one. That's about it. Yeah. Um, you know, we so have four more left. It's only four more episodes left. Um. So, you know, if the action is gonna come, it's gotta come soon. You know. So hopefully, uh, we get that, and that's great. And um, and uh, you know we got to get set up for the next next season, uh, but it's got to come soon, for sure. All right. And uh, did you did you have 
I think I think that's about everything. So we can give we can give grades and and uh, all that to wrap up. So Kendo, do you have a grade for this episode? Well, last thing I want to say is that uh, okay, what did yeah. you make of the? I mean, you kind of mentioned that you don't think the Pikes are the big bad. Yes. Um, I hope not. You know, are we are we gonna continue down the path that it's, it's Crimson Dawn? They're the they're the syndicate. All right, Kendall's, worry about. Kendall's just having us jump right in. Yeah, we're jumping right in. Jumping right in head first. <laughs> Um, no, no, I don't think it's wow. Um, I don't think it's crimson on. I don't think we're gonna see, um, you know, we're not gonna get any kind of Darth Maul, which I mean, that would be kind of crazy anyway. Wasn't he dead? Wasn't he? Yeah, he was dead. (laughs) Yeah, Darth Maul was dead. So, so he's been dead before. Yeah, yeah, I guess (laughs) they did. They did mention Dathomir. They didn't yeah, mention he, the witches of Dathomir. Witches of Dathomir. They did. They did mention the witches of Dathomir. <laughs> we we can't get Darth Maul through the witches. Of <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about that for like a half a second. I was like, no, I don't want to see it. Um, but no, we no, we're not gonna see. And that's part of the reason, honestly, that right. I don't think we're gonna see Crimson Dawn because he was the center of it. He was the center. He was the whole selling piece yeah, of Crimson yeah. Dawn. He was the whole reason why Crimson yeah. Dawn. You don't tease Crimson was... Dawn with with Ray Parks, Darth Maul, to then not to then bring him into Book of Boba. Bring him into the Book of Boba Fett, um, which is like post episode six. Yeah. Um, like wow, they're still a thing. Like what? <laughs> oh, the prequel trilogy. Yeah. So no. Nah. They're in uh, Clone Wars. Yeah. So no, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. Um, so I, so I, no, I don't think that Crimson Dawn is going to show up. Um, was it you that said you, maybe we'll get a Kira sighting? Yeah. Well, I thought she was the mayor. Uh, oh yeah. You thought she might be the mayor. Uh, yeah, um, I, remember. I feel like a crime syndicate might be a little too dark. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, who knows? Um, I would say, look, if, if we are operating with Han Solo, the most likely major character to appear, then, you know, Crimson Dawn... Yeah, she were running Crimson Dawn or something like that. Maybe Kira is a character of interest in Solo as well. Uh, Those would make sense. Um, If they do introduce Crimson Dawn, then Kira is definitely running. Wow. Um, Because why would I care about Crimson Dawn otherwise? They're just a name. It's like the Pikes or something. What was her connection to Crimson Dawn again? She was working for, for Dryden Voss, who died. But then she was now she's working for Maul. Maul. Okay, yeah. Or now being after Solo. Right, right. I forgot she was working for Dragon Ball. That was that was a twist. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So so Kira. That was possible. Kira would definitely be in charge, or I mean, I guess at the very least involved at, at in, in it in some way. Um, I mean, if they were able to get put get Mark Hamill get Luke Skywalker, they could put Kira in this. Yes. Um, and she's a TV streaming actress as well. So. Yeah, exactly. TV TV uh, streaming actress, very well known, very popular um, actress, very likable, um, and I would think willing to show up for an episode, you know, or two. Of a Star Wars television series, so I that could happen, um, but I don't think it's gonna happen. 
I don't think it's Crimson Dawn. I don't think uh, um, I don't think they're involved. I would think that, and and that would just be yet another shoe to drop, you know. Which, which, it, which I think it's just another gang. I don't know if it's gonna be the next villain is gonna be another gang. I feel like that would be that might be a bit much. I wouldn't mind if it were somebody, another person or people. But I don't know if another syndicate gang. Um, but I feel like they're a little shadow, more shadowy than from what we've seen. They seem like more of like right, almost like the light and like Young Justice, where it's like people in different corners. I don't know if they're like the light. I mean, I feel like that's... <laughs> I mean, the light's a little white. <laughs> you know? uh, but you know, it's like how does Dryden Voss know Darth Maul? You know, um, and all these other people that we've seen. You know, I'd have to see more before I can say that. That's true. We haven't. This, I'm not going off of a whole lot. That's just the vibe. More so in Clone Wars when we saw when we saw Dryden Voss in Clone Wars and they were having their little yeah meeting through the yeah through the hologram. I got the vibe that all oh, this is like pretty uh this is pretty intricate. Mm. You know, as opposed to just some you know generic. Right. You know, I don't again I don't look at the pikes necessarily. You know? <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah. But I, I I'm still confident we're gonna get something big. You know, okay. I don't know yeah. if it'll, I don't know. If I think we will too. I, th- it, I think that on Walker and Don at all, but I, f- I feel like we have to. Um, yeah, because why would you make the show? No yeah, disrespect we, to Boba Fett, but you can. I mean, we. I, I'm going to be very honest, and you're right about that. I'm going to be very honest. I've liked, of course, and you'll see, of course, in my my rating as well. I've liked these three episodes, but it has been in terms of present day. It's been a lot of Boba Fett collecting tribute and walking around in Mos Espa. And talking to the mayor, and yeah. talking to the mayor's assistant, a lot and of talking to a lot of politics, a lot of mafia <laughs> yeah, yeah. Politics, politics, and yeah. threats and <laughs> stuff, which is fine. But we need more. We we need more to to make this, you know, I would say really even close to Mandalorian level because Mandalorian had that Ronin, like yeah. that real Ronin, like crazy yeah, lone wolf, lone wolf, you know. <laughs> Like kind of thing. This is just you know kind of like you said, mafia politics. Yeah. Well, mafia politics. I mean, no, which is definitely not what I had in mind when I thought of like Boba Fett in the underground. Yeah. When people had that in their mind of Boba Fett in the underground kind of show, it was not Boba Fett as a mafia don collecting payment. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> from from vendors, you know what I mean. And I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying that's all of what the show has been. Um, but just in terms of present day, uh, that's a lot. It's a, been a lot of mafia politics and threats from the huts and threats from the pikes and threats from this one that yeah. and he's giving threats to the mayor and, and a lot of talking, you know, yeah. I, I kind of need a little bit more action personally. Yeah. Um, I have enjoyed the mayor's assistant character. The mayor's assistant. Is so I think fun. he might be my favorite character. He, so I, yeah, he I might agree. Up, like it's, it's, it's always, a funny scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's always yeah. great. Yeah, I agree. I actually probably agree with you there. He might be my favorite character as well. Um, but all right. So, did you have? Did you want to give a grade for this? Yeah. Um, I'll go. I'll go eight out of ten. I thought this was a good episode. Um, uh, you know, I enjoyed uh, what we got in present day. Thought there was some decent action, uh, some surprises. And it feels like we're getting much, much closer to an actual, like, real reveal. 
not in that yeah reveal and just just overall conflict you know what i mean yeah like you know the first episode there was nothing second episode we thought of the huts mm-hmm. and now we think it's the pikes is there going to be another f- flip you know how many you feel, times you can feel you flip? feel like the next one has got to be it yeah you feel like, like it's got to be it. the mayor and then it was the the huts and then now it's the pikes is it something else you feel like it can't just be some uh, just another you know fill in the blank gang right you know fill in the blank syndicate right you feel like the next one has got to be is is really got to be somebody and the pikes are somebody to be fair i mean they're they're a large big like a large gang yeah in star wars even though a lot of people may not know about them um but there's got to be another shooter drop uh but i feel you there i feel you there um i would probably give this episode um i'd probably give it like a like a 7.5 i'd probably give it a 7.5 it was a solid episode i enjoyed it um it um you know it had cool characters blacker santon of course had very cool scenes um you know tomorrow morrison was great as usual Danny Trejo showed up, which is always fun. Great effects as usual. Uh, the story's been good so far. I think at this point, I want, I need the action to ratchet up. I definitely need the action. Um, I'm talking like Boba Fett in his armor fighting action. Yeah, we saw it in the Mandalorian. We saw plenty of that in the Mandalorian. Well, Mando never even took his helmet off. Yeah, and I was gonna say we saw that from Boba Fett. And we saw that from Boba Fett in the Mandalorian. Why are we seeing that, but not in his own show? That's what I'm saying. So that's uh, <laughs> that's what people were wanted to see when the show was announced, and that's what yes <laughs> they feel like they were promised, and it, we haven't seen it yet. It's like the uh, so um, the, the RDC World One skit where it, <laughs> that they did recently, where it was like the, the anime villain when they become a hero, they become like weak. <laughs> oh yeah, oh that's a great one. Yeah, shout out to RDC World One. Um, but yeah, really. So, so I definitely think we. I I, I definitely need the ad, the action to kind of ratchet up, just kind of jump up yeah. to another level. Um, you know, the politics, the underground politics is fine. Um, I think this would have been helped. I think the politics would have been helped if they weren't on Tatooine and so limited to Mos Espa. Uh, they haven't really done the best job of showing how big or small Mos Espa is. Right, right. Feels very small. <laughs> right. So it feels insignificant. Right, you're like, this, so how powerful is he? I don't know, which is the uh, part of the issue. Right. So it's this show has been good, but it, it has not been flawless. Is he the guy that just, you know, runs the block? Or does he That's run what I'm saying. Seat? You see him walking down that same street, what <laughs> looks like that same street every episode. Yeah. So <laughs> you got to do something to show me that this what he's doing is meaningful um so yeah so i think i think if he were on like a narshada or like a coruscant or something like that where there's you could see you could clearly see there's a lot going on and a guy that has power here has a lot of power you know something like that would have been like yeah and we knew jabba had a lot of power but that's because he had all these people in his palace all these gamorians and all these people, whenever you say his name in a in a shop, they're like, oh, you know, like, yeah, they haven't shown that here. Um, which I mean, he, they've shown him trying to collect tribute, and people look confused or they get a little, oh, okay, or you know, whatever. But so I we kind of needed to get to that level, and I know he just started, so he's not just going to instantly be the big boss. But um, but I just need more. I just need more of the action. Um from this show and I think that would really uh 
And Rodriguez, he does it really well in the episode he directed of The Mandalorian with Boba Fett. He did that extremely well. Um, and all, a lot of other things I've seen him do, he's done that extremely well. So I know he can do action. I, there isn't a doubt in my mind he can, can do action. And I'm sure we will get action, but I think I need more of it uh, from this show. I feel like he's treating this like a movie, and it's just not going fast enough for me. Um, just in terms of episode by episode. Um, so I hope that that ratchets up in the next episode. That's me personally. Um, that's just how I feel. Because um, you got to make a show that where when it cuts, like, like you said, you can't do like a movie where like there are times in a movie where there's a, there's a 30 minutes of nothing that happens. Right. You can't have an episode where it's 30 minutes of nothing. No. You got to have every episode individually have a lot of stakes and a lot of meaning, you know, and I think they're trying, but you know, I, and look, Mandalorian had episodes where it was kind of like, all right, this is kind of a snooze fest. Like nothing really happened. And then there were other episodes where a lot happened and there was a lot of action or crazy reveals. Um, this one has just been, it's been pretty consistent of what it's been. Uh, but you know, like the stakes haven't been ratcheted up that high, but we also know that, you know, it could get a lot higher. And that I, I, I expect it to get a lot, a lot higher as we get towards the end. Yeah, I hope so. Um, particularly the present day plot. I feel like the last episode, to be totally honest, has been a little bit, was a little carried by the past plot. Um, this episode, there was very little past plot. And the, the I think the slowness of it, just you felt it for me. Then you're like, it just, it just accentuated the, the, the issue, which is that I, I think I need more to be happening. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on the episode. I did also want to briefly speak on one of the books, uh, that came out, uh, that I did finish. So this was the, um, uh, not the book Mission to Disaster by Justina Ireland. This is a High Republic novel. Well, this is a middle grade novel, uh, to, to, to be more specific. So it wasn't very long. Uh, but so I was able to finish it pretty quickly. It started, uh, maybe a week ago. So, um, so that was, so I did finish that and, um, I just want to give a very brief, very, very brief review. This is not a long novel, uh, but I would still say quite a bit did happen. So it was, it was very good. So this, this book followed, um, Vernestra Rowe, who is one of the Jedi in the High Republic. She's a teenager. She is a full-fledged Jedi Knight which is very unusual <laughs> uh, to be that young and be a full Jedi Knight with a Padawan, but she is known as a prodigy um, in the High Republic. Um, and uh, her, her Padawan, Emery, and uh, their friend, Avon uh, Starro, um, who is related to Sana Starro, who is who, or was the you know, quote unquote, wife to Han Solo, which that was a whole thing in the comics, and people were going crazy over that. Um, yes. but I guess she has a relative, or or she is a descendant of <laughs> possibly this person, uh, uh, this girl, um, Avon Staros, who is a prodigy herself and kind of an inventor uh, as well. She seems to be a, a teenager, preteen, somewhere somewhere in that age range. So, um. So basically, a lot of Nihil conflicts. I'm not going to go too deep into the plot, um, but it does. Um, 
I think this book did a really good job. I really like this book. I think this is probably her best book so far. Um, and that's counting her her YA novel that is much longer, actually, that just came out last summer that I did not like as much, um, which I believe I said, I believe I said as much. Um, I did not like that book as much. But this this was actually very good. Um, you know, a lot happened. Maybe, maybe it's because it's shorter. I don't know. But a, a lot happened in a short amount of time. A lot of Nihil, a lot of... Um, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, very kind of creepy science. You see them kind of how they make their, how they make their like weapons and they have scientists and, you know, they're kidnapping like children. Uh, Avon actually gets kidnapped in this, in this book. And, you know, they have her tinkering with weapons and tinkering with their ship and all that stuff. Um, and they actually make stuff and it ends up, ends up, uh, you know, almost uh, destroying this entire planet, uh, planet in, in the book so it's a there's a lot that happens um in this book and there's some pretty crazy re reveals or potential reveals um in this book as well so i personally would definitely very highly rate it um if i have to give it a rate out of 10 i'd probably give it an 8.5 out of 10 this was a very good book um i would say um definitely one, one of the better middle grade novels middle grade star wars novels out there um so if you if you've been following the high republic if you if you like those stories definitely pick that one up because uh, this one is very good and she continues to knock out the character vanessa Rowe, who she wrote the first novel for i, I kind of give her credit for creating i don't know if she's the one that came up with the idea of this person but she does a great great job of writing them so this was very very good and i definitely highly recommend it. um uh so yeah i do recommend that kennel did you have any do you have any thoughts on on that or on the High Republic in general? Um, no, nah, I mean, you know, in, I mean, in general, um, I, I mean, obviously, the thing that's been most uh, <laughs> thing that's been most interesting with the higher most that was the most interesting most uh, talked about with the High Republic recently has been mm -hmm. Star Wars Eclipse. Yes, yes, um, that's a game that's coming out. Uh, they did say that. We, we mentioned it when we mentioned about the announcement. Um, you said it in our initial show that don't expect this game for years. They did confirm that. Uh, that we're it does not. Don't expect this by any time before like 2025 or 2024 or something like That's that. That's not a surprise to me at all. Um, not in the slightest. So uh, what, what I take from that is also from a story standpoint, assuming the game comes out, obviously there's been a lot of controversy surrounding the game, but assuming the game comes out, I get the impression that the High Republic as a entity will be will know obviously uh, a whole lot more about it, and so by the time the game comes out, I mean is the High Republic even still is I mean obviously it'll always be a thing, but will it still be in its infancy, or will it, by that point will we kind of know everything about it, you know, or know right. a lot of the main you know line story that they're trying to tell. Right, and one thing that I love about this is that. Again, it just goes to show that they know the story they're gonna write already. Right. Because this is coming out. This is coming out when they're in like phase three or right, whatever exactly. of, of the High Republic. Yeah. So they know where they're gonna go. They know where they're gonna end up. Yeah. And this story is gonna have. Gonna have a story in that. Yeah. In that part of this. Yeah. So, it just gives me so much hope for, <laughs> for the, uh, story group and for this era, of Star Wars. 
all the stories overall so far have been stellar. Uh, yeah. They've all been great. Um, and I just, I want to see more. So that's, that's super exciting and I can't wait for that. And, um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't bother me. I'm when it comes to a, a, a project like that, I'm patient. I'll wait until you know they can when they release start releasing gameplay trailers several years from now. When who knows where I'm at in terms of my life and all that, and they start releasing gameplay trailers, and I will have by then I'm sure completely forgotten about this game. Yeah. Um. Then I can get excited again and actually play it. So I'm, I I have no I have no issue with that. But, all right, I think that'll do it for this uh, podcast. So, as always, thank you guys so much for listening in. If you want to hear more, uh, again, check us out on the New Generation Podcast Network. Uh, you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. So, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm your host, Shamar, joined by Kendall. And we will see you guys next time. Everything you went to, and everything you went to, just make the pussy with you. I said, May the pussy with you, and everything you went to, and everything you went to, and everything you went to.